five, four, three, two, one. Boom. We're live. Episode 139 of the G Meeker MMA show. It is your host, Gabriel Hernandez here. Brand new episode, ladies and gentlemen. It is March 13th, 2018. We are back and been waiting for a long ass time, honestly, ladies and gentlemen. I can't tell you the crazy ass fiasco I've been to. Excuse me while I chew these beans real quick. The fucking Jolly Rancher beans. My girlfriend got them for me the other day. They're fucking amazing. Goddamn. But, um, anyways, guys, I went through a crazy, probably couple weeks in the podcasting world. Because not only did I not do a podcast, but I haven't done a, six, uh, a podcast since UFC 22 or, or before that. Because, you know, I was trying to recap Jeremy Stevens' performance over Josh Emmett, where he goes from there, and all that. But in all reality, I don't know if it was the app or it's my phone, but Anchor just wasn't working for me. And I, I, that for me, that's the number one podcasting app on the planet. So I know it can't be them because the problems that I was having had to do with things. I didn't, I didn't see anyone else necessarily complaining about anything else that I was doing. Not, not that me, the, the, the app was doing because I would, I would record the episode I'll record the whole entire episode, you know, I'll do it in takes and stuff so I can take breaks in between and do a lot of other things in between, but it would, the audio would be lost, I would upload it, and it would say zero seconds, and it's like, you know, right when you push it, it starts and says, thank you for listening, basically, and it just wasn't working, none of my audio was going up, I was getting really upset, I decided to take a couple breaks, I tried to do it yesterday, but today I just... Just thought about it, and I was gonna do it straightforward without any breaks. So we have a good we have a good amount of time here on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Hoping for the best. It, it's an it's an unfortunate thing when you record and you put your life into it. I was explaining this to her the other day. I was telling her, you know, I was like, you know, it's not just podcasting because she because she asked me. She said, podcasting is your addiction. I said, no. What I said, getting better was my addiction. You know, knowing that I'm so damn good at one thing, it just elevates me and makes me want to do better i know i can do better i've said it many times i always want to work on myself as a podcaster and as a human being in general because self-growth is very important for anyone that doesn't know you know it builds you up it allows you to know what you're truly capable of when it comes to challenging yourself and doing all these other important things and i was just telling her you know i've been doing this since 2015 it's 2018 coming up on three years when it hits may and it's been something that I've been very fortunate to be able to do, honestly. I've been so thankful. I've been, I've been so blessed to be able to do things that I truly love to do. You know, whether it's just podcasting, you know, it doesn't matter what your talents are. It matters on what you're passionate about, basically. So I just told her, you know, you know, I said podcasting, basically, yeah, it is my addiction, but honestly getting better at the things that I love, the craft that I love, everything that I'm good at, I just want to absolutely make sure I can get better, constantly get better, because honestly, I was just saying, like, life is an ongoing, constant, um, uh, constantly improving, you know, there's always constant ways to, to improve yourself, there's always ways you can personally get better, and there's a lot of things that you can do in your life that, that can make you, uh, that can make you, you know, a better person overall. So like I said, I was saying, I was talk, I was going to talk about this yesterday. Was the whole growth, the whole 
personal growth, your personal relationships, how to master those things. And that's some of the things we're going to get into talking about today. So don't sweat it. We're going to get right back into it. Um, Verdun versus Volkov. Fabricio Verdun versus Alexander Volkov is later this week. We'll talk about Fabricio Verdun. We'll talk about his title chances and um, what to expect after Saturday night for the heavyweight division following whoever wins the main event. Uh, uh, and the co-main event, uh, it's uh, Jimmy Manuel versus Jan Vahovic, a, a rematch stemming back to, I think, like 2015 or so. I don't remember, honestly. All I know is Jimmy Manuel won the first time. He is coming off of a knockout loss against Volkan Ozdemir, former title challenger. So we're getting into talking about that as well. And... Like I said, we have got, we had nothing but the best for you today on this episode. I promise to do the best I possibly can, because the simple fact is I've tried to I tried to do this like four fucking times, and I just didn't have the willpower. You know, the first couple of times I was upset. Unfortunately, got in an argument with her about it. I didn't give the argument. I was just so pissed off. The second time I was just mad about it, and I just told her, you know, free it's. It's fucking bullshit, you know, I put my heart and work into this whole thing, and for it not to do that, really, really caused for me to be very upset, so. You know, I kind of compared it to her, like, um, excuse my eating, I shouldn't even be eating on this show. <laughs> I don't care, though. But, um, I was telling her, it's kind of like, think about it if you're a rapper. For example, all these rappers, there's billions of, there's millions of rappers, thousands of rappers out there, and... You know, all these guys are, are good at their craft. They're trying to make a name for themselves. They're, they're writing lyrics. They're producing songs. They're putting songs out there. And just imagine, you know, having a good freestyle or having a good song that you may have made. And it's the only copy of the song that you have. Imagine it just not going through. Imagine it not being saved. Imagine the audio being lost. It's an unfortunate thing. It's an unfortunate, you know, turn. And it's not the way that I want to go. You know, I don't like to think negative. I don't like to be uh, upset about things. But quite honestly, I was just so upset because this podcast is my craft. Talking and being passionate about the things that I love, the world of mixed martial arts. You know, uh, talking about physical health, ways to improve yourself. This overall podcasting thing is, is honestly something that I've been wanting to do for like the longest time. So, so, uh, like I've just been, I've just done it for like the longest time, and and it's been something that I've been passionate about. So it doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's gaming. I don't mean gaming is not really effective. It's not gonna, I mean it can do stuff for you later on in life, but like music, not only music but music, podcasting, etc. All those things, you know, beneficial. Those are all beneficial things. If you if you want to chase something in life, I guarantee you. You go and fucking chase it. That's some, if that's the most important thing to you, you got to go after it. So that's what I've done. I know it's podcasting, but I've been so passionate about it since um, since I first started. And honestly, you know, at first, you know, it wasn't necessarily the hottest passion for me, honestly. But you know, as as time started to go by, and as I started to get a lot more passionate about the things, the things that I love, and you know, with topics and being able to translate the topics to translating to a different topic without, you know, digressing too much, you know, focusing solidly on one topic, kind of generating all the things together, you know, talk about a bunch of different topics, but they're all kind of generalizing and, and generating towards 
the main topic. Like they're all this within the same subject. So that's what I enjoyed, and you know, it's just it, there's nothing else I want to do. I want to keep getting better. Obviously, when you think about job wise, it's not this is not only the only thing I want to do. There's so many other things in the books. There's so many other things I want to do, and one of these days we'll go into complete depth about what, about it. But today, I just want to dedicate this podcast to everyone out there that supports me. Dedicate this to all my listeners, everybody that tunes in, everybody that favorites it, everyone that tunes in. My bad for blasting Anchor on Twitter, Twitter the other day. I was just saying, like, Anchor's fucking up, basically. Like, I recorded hours of audio, uh, hours of content, and yet it's still not even saved on my fucking device. So the fact that it's not saved on the device caused for some bullshit on my side. I was just upset about that because the original update, they had it to where, um, so you can see your old audio and have the option. I think it expires like 24 hours later unless you actually publish it. And I was at least looking to do that. If it's going to fuck up, okay, let it fuck up and let me resubmit it and redo it and re-upload it. But no, I couldn't do that. And it was upsetting. Parts of me think it's Android. I was telling her that. I was talking mad shit about Android yesterday and comparing it to iPhone. And I was just saying like... Uh, I was just saying, like, how Android, I feel like Android's a lot more easier to get into. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, it's easier to hack Android or get free stuff on Android or download, you know, apps that aren't even in the Google Play Store on your Android. I do it all the time. I've done it millions of times. And, you know, I like that. That's the thing. I'm not saying that Android's a bad thing, but I was telling her it's fucking up when it comes to things that I like when it comes to things that I'm passionate about. And I'm talking about this one app. This one entire app that I have. Anchor Radio. I've told you guys about it. And, you know, I feel that it didn't nearly mess up as much on the iPhone. You know, I des- I do feel that... Um, I do feel that, you know, the only thing on the old version of the app was just the fact that it didn't... Um, that it didn't... Uh, like, it didn't load fast. Like, if it didn't load, like, if it didn't load, then it would be, like, it would it would go towards the end, and it would stop, and it would freeze. If it didn't freeze, it would say, oh, try again. And sometimes, there was a couple times where the audio wouldn't even try to re-upload. It would disappear, and it would be gone. And it's frustrating. I Honestly, it's really frustrating. It, it's something that... You know, it's something that, you know, you ha- we all have to go through. We go through unfortunate things. We all encounter things. And I feel as human beings in general, you know, we're, we're designed to make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. That's why life is a constant, ongoing process of learning, developing, and, you know, utilizing unique strategies, u- utilizing new things, and and doing a lot of new things in our life that we're not used to, you know, Getting out of our comfort zone, meeting new people, joining a team, joining a gym, executing our goals. There's a lot of new things in life that we can do from our own personal growth to our profession. You know, not only is your personal growth important, but knowing who you are, knowing your morals, knowing what you think is the most important to you and and, and thinking about all that is some of the most important things. You know, knowing yourself, knowing a lot about yourself, and knowing 
knowing the ways that you tick, knowing the ways that you move, knowing what gets under your skin, knowing what your flaws are, and, you know, realizing those things. You know, another thing that I told her yesterday, I told her like a couple days, maybe a few days ago, I was like, you know, for me, one thing I do honestly admire about myself is, you know, I've told her, like, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit my flaws. I'm not afraid to admit my mistakes. We're all human. We all make mistakes and all that. And, you know, it's okay to be, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Like, you can admit your problems. You can admit your mistakes and stuff. If anything, that shows more character than anything. When you show, you show your vulnerabilities to people and you, ex- you, you tell people about them. And, and there's something that, you know, there's something, you know, not a lot of people like to do it, though. That's the thing. You know, some people are, are too cool or too macho and, and muscular. Not muscular, literally, but people are just too on their high horse to the point where, you know, they're too scared to show feelings. But women like to show feelings, and it's not, a, and, and real, real solid people aren't afraid to show feelings. You know, I've cried, I've cried in a classroom before due to being the fact that the, the specific topics. It was like a social science class. We were talking about emotional things that we were going through. You know, hearing other people's emotional stories about what they went through. It was a really touching class. I would do it again if I could. And, you know, I'm an emotional guy. I told her I'm an emotional guy. So I'm going to react to these things. And, And these things mean a lot to me. My passions mean a lot to me. You know, just overall life in general, life's challenges, life's goals, which you've been through in the past. All these things are are good for your future. These things are good for your future. Because you want to grow up, you want to go through life, and you want to be able to sit back when the thing, when everything's all bright, when everything you've ever wanted has come to you finally, when, when you're finally reaching the stage that you never thought you would reach before. You want, I want to be able to say that, you know, I went through all that stuff, and it honestly made me a better person. There's another side of the story. Um, you know, I, I told her also, like, I, I just said it in general, I don't want to be a guy that just goes through stuff and, you know, is a tough guy and can get through it, you know, I want to be able to add personal growth, I want to be able to get through these things, and and I feel as time goes by, and as you really sit to focus on these things, that it, it it's going to happen eventually, and you just got to be patient with yourself, and you got to be patient with, with all the things that you are doing in your life because you know not everything you want is going to come to you right away you've got to put some work in you've got to make some sacrifices you've got to do some uh, crazy shit to get to where you need to be but in the end it's all worth it if you're willing to put the work in and and you know i know where i'm at i know what i need to do i know what i can do it's all about just personal growth and and you know personal growth ties into you know you know Seeing what it is that you can improve on, seeing what it is that you struggle with, seeing ways you can make improvements, seeing what you need to eliminate out of your life, take all the negativity, take all the bad friends out of your life, take all the negative people out, just have a bunch of people around you that love you, support you, and, and care about your overall well-being. That's that's one of the most important things that you can have in your life. And another thing, this is another thing that goes on to it, this adds on to it as well, that's like I was saying in the beginning, you know, we all try to tie a bunch of different topics and subjects together that are generally talking about the same thing, but in different ways. Relationships. Relationships, people tend to not think about, you know, people tend to think about boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, and wife when it comes to relationships. No, it's not all about that. It can be your friends, it can be your cousins, it can be your fans, it can be your friends, it can be your friends, family, and etc., 
it doesn't have to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend and, and, and you working on that stuff. By all means, it could be, you know, if that's one thing you need to do, then that, by all means, I, 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 I hope that you would do that with your partner. But for relationships, you know, just your communication skills, not only your communication, this is something else we were talking about yesterday before it crashed, the app crashed, I guess that's what I say, um, is your communication skills, so you can't do anything, you can't do relationships, you can't get jobs, you can't do anything without communication, and if you do, by all means, salute to you, but your life is probably very shitty, because without communication, it you can't talk you can't get anything through so for example if i get mad if i get pissed off if i'm going through a problem if something's happening and i don't talk about it what's going to happen i'm not going to be able to advance i'm not going to be able to eventually get over whatever it is that i'm going through the struggle whatever it is i'm going through i'm i'm not going to be able to go i'm not going to be able to get over it you know by all means maybe self growth and and you know self talk is very important and you can sit down with yourself and think about the things you want to work on but if you don't communicate with people overall in general it's not going to be a good look it's not going to be good for you it's not going to be something that that's going to elevate you it's not going to be something that's going to that's going to make you you know, it's not going to make people understand you because if you don't tell anyone about your problems, if you don't tell anyone about what you're struggling with, then you're going to go through a life where you feel so misunderstood. And when you feel so misunderstood, you feel like nobody understands you. You can go into a state of depression. I've went through this stage. You know, I'm, I'm thankful to have gone through this stage. And, you know, just just thinking about the stuff, thinking about the fact that you feel like no one cares. But, you know, it's honestly, it's really hard to talk about it depending on the person that you are because not everyone's openly honest about talking about these things not everybody wants to talk about their problems at least not right away if anything there's some people that would like to talk about these things afterwards you know it's uh it's an amazing thing it's a beautiful thing and when you actually communicate with people you know it, it, it's it's a lot easier for you it makes so much things a lot more easier because you know in, in a workforce when you're on a t- with the team when you're doing all these other things you obviously having a team but you know when you're in a team when you're when you're in the gym, when when you're at work, when you're at home, when you're talking to a teacher at school, what are we doing? What is a teacher doing with you? Communicating. The teacher is communicating. The teacher is teaching you, educating you, lecturing you about whatever it is, whatever class you're in, whatever it is you're studying. They're lecturing you. They're communicating. And for a college setting or a high school setting. When someone has a lecture, what do people tend to do? Okay, here's the answer. Questions. They ask questions. The teachers ask you, is there any questions or is there any comments? Is there anything you want to know before this happens? Or do, is there anything you want to know before I move on to the next subject? And you have the option to raise your hand or put it down. Or not, or not say anything. You know, a lot of the majority of the classes I was in, a lot of people just... Uh, you know, there was a fair amount of people that would speak up and would say things and would speak whatever it is that is on their mind when it comes to questions. But, you know, there's just all these cool people that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to not be able to ask questions. You know, I was a kid in class that would always want to ask questions. I, I, I'm not afraid to ask questions. I'm not afraid to have the attention or have the spotlight on me. When it comes to these kinds of questions and stuff, I'm just a curious person. When I was really, really young, I would always ask a lot of questions. My um, my family would get annoyed with it. You know, my brother would get annoyed with it. Um, you know, I had foster brothers and all that. You know, uh, growing up through that whole stage and having people that I really didn't know. You know, they were very annoyed with me. And 
you know, it's just the fact that I was a young guy that really wanted to learn so much about everything. I ask questions still to this day, you know. I go in depth to the question. I ask three or four questions in one. And, you know, perfect example is like, you know, if you're asking someone, like, just, you know, just in general questions. Ariel Hawani does that. He does it very well. You know, it's like, for example, you want to study something. Okay, what made you study this? And, um, you know, what... Uh, what's your passion and and how did you choose that passion and and what made your passion so strong like what fuels your passion what made that passion and where did you find or explore this passion at like you're just asking three or four questions in one question to kind of summarize this one big entire question so questions are important communication is important you know if you're not understanding a subject for example like in class or something like that you can go to your teacher and and, and communicate with them communication and relationships and anything you do is just absolutely stellar it's absolutely important you absolutely need it you can't you can't like you just can't go along with anything else without having it it's something that's very important and you know that like i said like forbid like I, if you can get through it then by all means i i, I want to see how but in, in general overall you just need that communication to you got to have communication to, like everyone communicates everyone communicates whether it's via text whether it's through facebook twitter instagram snapchat etc communication it doesn't matter what with just generally talking that's what i was generally thinking of is talking you know some people don't like to text when you know say for example you have an argument with your girlfriend or something's going on you, you it's like you you can't text them their whole fucking problems me for example if i'm not with her and there's something that's going on, if I'm struggling with something, if I'm going through something, then I'm going to call. Because, you know, texting, you just can't get the whole emotions out there. Now, you can read a lot of amazing text messages and stuff. You can see a lot of amazing things. But you can't feel the emotion versus if you're sitting across from somebody or if you're talking on the phone. Because, you know, texting is one thing. There's levels to it. There's texting. There's talking on the phone. There's video calls. And they're seeing them in person. I say seeing them in person, and I picked up uh, talking on the phone, two of the most important ones. You know, texting is important, too, you know, and you can get some valid points through text messages to people, but in, in, in all reality, I feel like when you, when you want to have a conversation, when you want to talk about something that's super, um, super in-depth, I feel that you've got to talk in person. It's a lot more of an amazing connection with the person while you're talking to them, while they're in front of you, while you're talking on the phone, because you can use your voice. I only say part part of whatever it is that I'm probably thinking of. If anything, I leave things out. I don't say anything, and you know, it, it just poses a lot of problems. You know, I don't say everything that's fully on my mind. You know, another problem is with it. Which is why I prefer personal conversations in front of people rather than through text or on the phone. Is because text messages can get misinterpreted in the wrong way. And in today's world, in today's generation, that causes and poses a lot of problems. That starts a lot of unnecessary problems that don't need to happen between you and your significant other. Or you and your friends. Or you and your cousins, etc. It doesn't matter. It just poses a lot of problems. And I noticed this and I'm openly honest about it. I even told her. You know, like, when everyone, everyone's per no one's perfect. I don't say everyone's perfect. No, fuck no. If, if we do get in these arguments, I, I refuse to text you why we're upset. 
If anything, you can cool off and you can call them and you can talk about these problems. And when you talk about these problems, it really honestly helps a lot better. You know, we, we solve so much stuff and, you know, through my own relationships and, you know, I felt that communication was a big thing. And, you know, growing up young, not having people to communicate, not having people that are on the same level. Because, you know, for the longest time, I was just, uh, I was a guy that, you know, wouldn't really talk. I was a guy that really wouldn't speak to people. I was one of those people that didn't talk when there was something wrong. And it's like you want to be heard. You want your voice to be heard. You want your problems to be solved. And you want these things to get better. Because honestly, it does lead to bad depression. And, you know, people that are going through things. People that have gone through depression. Some people have committed suicide, unfortunately. But just with that much more communication and that much more people around you supporting you, caring about what it is that you're doing, um, it's an unfortunate thing. It's an unfortunate thing to have someone's life ended because of the fact that, you know, they feel that they didn't belong necessarily in the world or they just didn't have it in them anymore or, or they feel like they don't belong or anything like that. And um, it's an unfortunate feeling to have. And that's why I generate... I generally believe and, and think that everybody that can definitely communicate with your loved ones and your friends and family. Boom. How is that for a topic? Almost 30 minutes in the books. Anyways, what's next on this uh, episode of the G Meeker MMA show? Let's get into Fabricio Verdum. That was a good, that was a good summary, summary. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff. God forbid I'm done if, we, if this podcast crashes. I don't know if it's my phone, because like a couple months ago, I had some unfortunate situation bullshit happen, and I was just so mad, I threw my phone, I spiked my phone on the ground as hard as I could, this very phone I'm using right now, because I just don't want to go get a new phone, I like my phone, it works, and I've got to learn to not, I've got to learn to separate my needs from my wants, I didn't want to get a new phone, but um, I don't know if it could be that, maybe it's just an app, maybe it's just Android, maybe Android just has too many bugs, who knows. But getting into translating, all right, UFC Fight Night later on this week. It's on airing on UFC Fight Pass. Fabricio Verdum takes on uh, Alexander Volkov. I think the Russian. No, he's not Russian. He's a uh, British. Yeah, Alex Volkov. That sounds like a uh, Russian. Yeah, a Russian. Alexander Volkov in the main event, UFC London. You kind of think Michael Bisping would want to be on that card. <clears throat> I guarantee you if Michael Bisping was on that card, UFC Fight Pass ratings would boost. But anyway, for Fabricio Verdum, we're not going to talk about the rest of the fights. Fabricio Verdum is, has to be one of the best heavyweights out there. I mean, going from a guy that was damn good in jiu-jitsu, damn. He's damn good in jiu-jitsu. Phenomenal. One of the best of all time in jiu-jitsu. One of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners of all time in the UFC, in the world of mixed martial arts. And, you know, he turned from a jiu-jitsu practitioner to a fully-fledged dangerous mixed martial artist. Dangerous on the feet, excellent striking, excellent knees, excellent kicks, excellent punches. He's very versatile, and, and he is one of the best of all time. You know, he, he made this really sick transition in, like, a cool way, like, 
like sick, like as in like the best ever. Like he made this cool transition for being that jujitsu practitioner and and being someone to watch him evolve for all this time. You know, when I saw him that he was going to be fighting Travis Brown the first time. You know, that was that was a real real time. I really first saw Travis Brown get hurt. And, and battered like that, and it kind of posed the beginning of the end for, for Travis Brown's career, so far at least. Unless he makes this illustrious return or something. But, um, you know, Travis Brown was mainly known as a striker. I saw Travis Brown as an excellent um, excellent stand-up striker, a very creative guy, a guy with a lot of elusive footwork, kind of Dominic Cruz-ish, and... You know, he was a tricky guy. He was a dangerous guy. Back when Cain Velasquez was a champion and Travis Brown was on Fox, he, the first fight on first fight night on Fox Sports 1 against Alistair, you know, he made the post-fight comments to Cain Velasquez saying, you're the man, you know, but we're all coming for that belt. And, you know, at one point in time, he was one of the most dangerous prospects in all the division. So, I thought he was heavily credentialed over Fabricio, and maybe so, you never know. Fabrizio Verdum is very experienced, though. I think he has more career fights than Travis. But for me, I personally thought about the, the, the striker. Travis Brown is this crazy striker. He, he's the next big thing in the heavyweight division. And he fights Fabrizio Verdum on Fox. I think it was like Fox 16 or something, UFC on Fox 16. But Fabrizio Verdum put a clinic on him. He put up a stand-up clinic on him, and, and he hurt him. He broke his rib, and he hurt him in that fight very early, and um, it was just a long night for Travis Brown, and ever since then, you know, we've seen Fabricio's highlight reel knockout of Mark Hunt with the flying knee. Who would ever think he would have knocked Mark Hunt out with the flying knee? And, you know, he's, um, who else? He's fought, he's being Cain Velasquez, he's being Fedor Emelianenko, and, and, and he's coming off of a few good wins in a row, you know? Obviously fell short to the champion, Sipe Miocic, but former champion Fabrizio Verdum, he was able to establish that and, and and grasp the UFC heavyweight title, interim heavyweight title at one point, you know, turned it to the UFC, you know, unified heavyweight title when he beat Cain Velasquez in Mexico City. And ever since then, he was on a roll. You know, obviously, he slipped up against Miocic in one of his uh, title defenses. But, you know, he, he still... Is one of the best heavyweights of all time. You know, he's I think he's racked up like three wins in a row. I think uh, Marcin Tibera, Walt Harris, and uh, oh, who's the third person that Fabricio is fighting? I don't know. It's Walt Harris and um, Marcin Tibera. I think that's the two people he's fought. I think he's fought one other person before that, but he's both he's finished and he's decisioned. Uh, he, he he finished Mark. Uh, you know, he finished um, Walt Harris with a, a armbar very early in the fight. Walt Harris is a knockout artist. Walt Harris is a fucking beast. So for him to do that and take that fight on short notice, to fill in for somebody. Oh, no. Uh, some, Walt Harris filled in for Fabrizio's original opponent. Who is his original opponent? I don't, I don't remember, honestly. But he, he filled in for him, and uh, he just finished him, and he beat Marcin Tybur in the main event. Uh... I don't even know who Tybura was originally supposed to fight, but he beat, he blasted Tybura, and and now he's in this, you know, he's fighting contenders, but, you know, there's nobody else in the heavyweight division to fight right now. So, Fabrizio is just fighting all the best guys that he can fight, that can, you know, establish himself, 
get himself warranted for another shot at the champ when he's done with DC. Or if DC beats him, whoever knows. It's the fact that his heavyweight title's on the line. And whoever wins, you know, no, could be possibly be Fabrizio Verdum's next opponent. Has for, if Fabrizio Verdum is successful against Volkov this this Saturday, it's on Fight Pass. Um, a lot of people criticize Fight Pass when it comes to all these. You know, not a lot of people talk about it. Not a lot of people are hot about when it comes to Fight Pass cards because a, a majority of the UFC's best cards are on Fox Sports One or on Pay Per View or on Big Fox. You don't ever really see any very solid Nick stacked cars from top to bottom because you know if you want to bring in the ratings you got to put them on the, on the on the channels that establish the big ratings like big fox like fox sports one like pay-per-view it's going to establish a lot of interest everyone's going to be talking about it the revenue everything everybody's going to be talking about that and and it's going to be something that everyone's highly accustomed to you know we're, we're all used to turning on fox fox is like number channel three for me and oh fox sports one for direct tv you know it's all easy you can watch the fights you can record the fights you know a lot of people tune in for the fights and there's a lot of great fights that are out there i don't i just don't think that the fight pass cards are the best cards that they can put out there obviously if they have big names on there you know for bc overdue i'll still tune in i still want to see if Fabricio can get the job done jimmy manua it'll be nice to see jimmy manua um you know, beat Jan Vahovich once again and be one of those guys in the title picture because the UFC's light heavyweight division right now is probably one of the most stacked it's ever been. No, it's not. The, it's, the, it's the most least stacked. Excuse me. I take that back. My bad for assault, insulting the UFC light heavyweight division in a way. But it's the least stacked that it's been because John Jones is out because John Jones has cleared out the entire division because a lot of the fighters in there are relatively you know you got Vulcan Ozdemir you got DC obviously Jimmy Manoa Patrick Cummins is number 10 you got Shogun Corey Anderson a lot of people that aren't I mean obviously you can't forget Alexander Gustafson for sure but you know there's not really a solid contender in there I feel you know, Alexander Gustafson is probably the most solid contender in there. Other than that, there really is no one else. And he fought the champion. And he, he lost a close split decision. A lot of people thought he won. I can't say the same. I just felt DC did enough to win that fight. That was, good. That was a great fight. It was a fun fight. And I would love to see that again when DC comes back down to 205 pounds. But, um... For... Um... For Gustafson... He looked absolutely spectacular in his last fight against Glover Teixeira. Man, those three uppercuts and then that crushing left hook. Ooh, that was one of the best performances of his career. You know, after I seen that performance, I was like, this dude's got to get in there. He's got to fight for a title. He can't just go off that fight and not fight for a world title. That was one of the best performances that I have ever seen in my entire life. So it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. And, um... So, for Jimmy, obviously, he has been knocked out in all his three losses. One by Alexander Gustafson, training partner now. One by Anthony Johnson, and one by Volkan Ozdemir. So, I think he's like 16-3. and three, And he's also some of the best guys. He's been getting clocked by dudes who are very, very well-skilled. You know, at the time when he fought Gustafson, that was before Gustafson was even training partners with them. You know, he wasn't necessarily one of the... He was one of the best strikers to come out of London. He was one of the best, you know, hot prospects. You know, one of the... Like, yeah, overall one of the best strikers. 
just his wrestling game wasn't the best. I mean, Gustafson's wrestling game wasn't the best either at one point. I mean, for one at one point in time, when he fought Phil Davis in the UFC, he lost, he was submitted, and he went down to Alliance and made a train with Phil Davis. Now he's been at All-Stars this past few fights. He's looked great. Obviously, his fight against Jan Vahovich wasn't the best. It was kind of a little it was a sleeper. Uh, but, uh, you know... He's, he's looked good. Obviously, he went, went to there, and now he's resorted to using wrestling of his own, and he has some solid wrestling of his own. So, so Gustafson has come a long way. And, and now, now Jimmy Manoa being a training partner of Alexander Gustafson, obviously he's learning a lot more, and is still one of the best light heavyweights of all time. You know, If there's anybody that I want to see, you know, kind of climb up the ladder a little bit and, you know, fight maybe like a Glover Teixeira next or something, it would have to be Jimmy Mandel. So I love Jimmy Mandel. Jimmy Mandel's cool. He's a great striker. He's a scary striker. I mean, this knockout over Ovin St. Prue. Good Lord. I mean, you look how good Ovin St. Prue was looking, hence before Alir Latifi. And you can't forget about Alir Latifi. I mean, look at Alir Latifi's performance over Ovin St. Prue. He's an honorable, honorable mention, future champion, honestly. He's a big, stocky guy. He has crazy wrestling. He's very good. He has knockout power. And he's strong as fuck. He's strong as fuck. I mean, did you see that guillotine choke he, he had on Ovin St. Prue a couple weeks ago? Good lord, he hurt Ovin St. Prue, and he, and he jumped on him. And, you know, he didn't TKO him, he submitted him. Kind of the same way John Jones did to Leona Machida back at UFC 140. So, you know, it, 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 was a, it was a crazy night. It was a great night for him. You know, Leo Latifi is definitely in the mix for some big things in the future. Obviously, called out Daniel Cormier and wants a shot at Cormier. But, uh, but you know, uh, he looked, you know, he looked great. Jimmy Manoa obviously has to get back on the train against Jan Valhovich, which I think he will do. If anything, a lot better. He's going to be in front of a home crowd, London, England, and, and he's going to bring the crowd on his side, and it's going to give him a lot more motivation, I feel. You know, he's been, he's been out for a little bit of time, and, um, and now, now is the time, I think. Now is the time for this 205-pound division to kind of, Add together because you know we're slowly but surely starting to get some solid matchups, and that's just my overall opinion on that. But I think that's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 37 minutes. I mean, hey, we, we were out for like two weeks, you know. I went through a lot of different things, and I honestly I appreciate everyone for standing by. It's good to get back, it's good to have mic time, and it's good to you know feel good about doing this once again, you know, it's very important to me, I, as a person, as a human being, I'm working on myself to improve overall as a human, a, a human being, as a, as a man, as a person, as a podcaster, etc., and I'm just looking to be the best person I can possibly be, so, you know, putting out the best content for you guys, most understanding, I give you guys my thoughts, I do everything, I love this podcast, I love all the people that tune in and listen to it, and it's one of the best and one of the most exciting things I've ever done, and I'm just constantly looking for ways to get better. So, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on episode 139 of the G Meeker MMA Show. Uh, segments, episode 11, should be coming up pretty soon. And um, like I said, you guys know where to find me at G Meeker MMA on Instagram and Twitter. Snapchat's different. You have the uh, G Meeker underscore MMA and Facebook.com slash um gabriel the king hernandez facebook.com slash gaby baby one two three ladies and gentlemen we will be back next week g meeker mma out baby